0: Chapter 1 of The Life of Clara Barton, Volume 1, by William Barton. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 1. Her First Attempt at Autobiography. Though she had often been importuned to furnish to the public some account of her life and work, Clara Barton's first autobiographical outline was not written until September 1876, when Susan B. Anthony requested her to prepare a sketch of her life for an encyclopedia of noted women of America. Miss Barton labored long over her reply. She knew that the story must be short and that she must clip conjunctions and prepositions and omit all the sweetest and best things. When she had finished the sketch, she was appalled at its length and still was unwilling that anyone else should make it shorter. So she sent it with stamps for its return in case it should prove too long. It has not an adjective in it, she said. Her original draft is still preserved and reads as follows. For Susan B. Anthony, sketch for Cyclopedia. September 1876. Barton, Clara. Her father, Captain Stephen Barton, a non-commissioned officer under Mad Anthony Wayne, was a farmer in Oxford, Massachusetts. Clara, youngest child, finished her education at Clinton, New York. Teacher popularized free schools in New Jersey. First woman appointed to an independent clerkship by government at Washington. On outbreak of civil war, went to aid suffering soldiers, labored in advance and independent of commissions, never in hospitals, selecting as scene of operations the battlefield from its earliest moment, till the wounded and dead were removed or cared for, carrying her own supplies by government transportation. At the Battles of Cedar Mountain, Second Bull Run, Chantilly, South Mountain, Falmouth, and Old Fredericksburg, Siege of Charleston, Morris Island, Wagner, Wilderness, Fredericksburg, The Mine, Deep Bottom, through sieges of Petersburg and Richmond under Butler and Grant, at Annapolis on arrival of prisoners, established search for missing soldiers, and aided by Dorrance Atwater, enclosed cemetery, identified and marked the graves of Andersonville, lectured on incidents of the war in 1866-67. to In 1869, went to Europe for health. In Switzerland, on outbreak of Franco-Prussian War, tendered services, was invited by Grand Duchess of Baden, daughter of Emperor William, to aid in establishing her hospitals. On fall of Strasbourg, entered with German army, remained eight months, instituted work for women which held 1,200 persons from beggary and clothed 30,000, entered Metz on its fall, entered Paris the day succeeding the fall of Commune, remained two months distributing money and clothing which she carried, met the poor of every besieged city of France giving help, is representative of the Comité International of the Red Cross of Geneva, honorary and only woman member of Comité de Strasbourg, was decorated with the Gold Cross of Remembrance by the Grand Duke and Duchess of Baden and with the Iron Cross by the Emperor and Empress of Germany. Miss Anthony regarded the sketch with the horror of offended modesty. For heaven's sake, Clara, she wrote, put some flesh and clothes on this skeleton. Thus admonished, Miss Barton sent to work to drape the bones of her first attempt and was in need of some assistance from Miss Anthony and others. The work, as completed, was not wholly her own. The adjectives which had been conspicuously absent from the first draft altogether, with some characterizations of Miss Barton and her work, were supplied by Miss Anthony and her editors. It need not here be reprinted in its final form, for it is accessible in Miss Anthony's book. As it finally appeared, it is several times as long as when Clara Barton wrote it, and is more Miss Anthony's than Miss Barton's. In the foregoing account, mention is made of her being an official member of the International Committee of the Red Cross. In that capacity, she did not at that time represent any American organization known as the Red Cross, for there was no such body. Although such an organization had been in existence in Europe from the time of our Civil War— and the Rev. Dr. Henry W. Bellows, late of the Christian Commission, had most earnestly endeavored to organize a branch of it in this country and to secure official representation from America in the international body, the proposal had been met not merely by indifference but by hostility. Clara Barton wrote her autobiographical sketch from a sanitarium, She had not yet recovered from the strain of her service in the Franco-Prussian War. One reason why she did not recover more rapidly was that she was bearing on her heart the burden of this as yet unborn organization, and as yet, had found no friends of sufficient influence and faith to afford to America a share in the honor of belonging to the sisterhood of nations that marched under that banner. The outbreak of the World War found America unprepared save only in her wealth of material resources, her high moral purpose, and her ability to adapt her forms of organized life to changed and unwelcome conditions. The rapidity with which she increased her army and her navy to a strength that made it possible for her to turn the scale, where the fate of the world hung trembling in the balance, was not more remarkable than her skill in adapting her institutions of peace to the exigencies of war. Most of the agencies, which, under the direction of civilians, ministered to men in arms, had either to be created out of hand or adapted from institutions formed in time of peace and for other objects. But the American Red Cross was already organized and in active service. It was a factor in the fight from the first day of the world's agony through the invasion of Belgium, and the three years of our professed neutrality. And by the time of America's own entrance into the war, it had assumed such proportions that everywhere the Red Cross was seen floating beside the stars and stripes. Everyone knew what it stood for. It was the emblem of mercy, even as the flag of our nation was the symbol of liberty and hope of the world. The history of the American Red Cross cannot be written apart from the story of its founder, Clara Barton. For years before it came into being, her voice almost alone pleaded for it, and to her persistent and almost sole endeavor it came at length to be established in America. For other years, she was its animating spirit, its voice, its soul. Had she lived to see its work and the Great World War, she would have been humbly and unselfishly grateful for her part in its beginnings and overjoyed that it had outgrown them. The story of the founding and of the early history of the American Red Cross is the story of Clara Barton. End of chapter one.